0: Welcome to the Diversity at Work podcast, where we unpack what it's really going to take to close the gender gap in the workplace. Here is your host, leadership coach and diversity consultant, Andrea Jansen. This episode of the Diversity at Work podcast is a very special episode. It is our first live podcast recording that we did on March 4th to acknowledge International Women's Day. It was at an event called Celebrating Ambition that I organized with two other women who work in the construction industry in Toronto. This event started when I was frustrated because I was trying to navigate the construction industry by myself. I met Jody Millen back in January and Lindsay Reynolds jumped on board pretty quickly. And we realized that trying to do something by ourselves was going to be hard, that we would have a bigger impact if we did something together. And that's where we came up with the idea of celebrating ambition and doing this live podcast. Before we jump into the interview, I want to thank our sponsors because without them, this event and this podcast would never have happened. So thank you so much to PCL Construction, Platform, Insurance for Construction and Real Estate, Hancock and MacArthur, Construction Project Management, and the Ontario Industrial Roofing Contractors Association. I am so excited to share this interview with you today. We talked about how to network, why leveraging relationships is the only way to move your career forward, and how to look at relationships in a positive way, especially for women that you don't need to compete against each other, and how to look for abundance. Hey, before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to take a minute to tell you about ambitious every day. It is all of the exercises that I take my coaching clients through in the form of a journal to help you focus and take action towards your goals. And here's the great news. If you subscribe to our newsletter, you get 11 pages of the journal for free as a PDF right to your inbox. So head on over to ambitiontheory.ca and sign up. So hi, everybody. We are here live, and this is the very first live podcast episode of the Diversity at Work podcast, and I'm so happy that all of you are here at the Gladstone Hotel in Toronto on Queen Street West. It's such a beautiful space, and there are so many smiling faces here live in the audience. And why are we here? So you might be wondering why I'm here with Jody Millen and Lindsay Reynolds, and it started... Only six weeks ago, and I actually can't believe now that I'm saying that out loud that I didn't actually know Jody until six weeks ago, and I met Lindsay five weeks ago, and we met on the phone first. So today was the first day we actually met in real life, and the reason I reached out to Jody, because I was frustrated with the construction industry, and I had one question for her. I said, Jody, I need some help. Can you help me figure out how to navigate this industry? It's complicated. It's complicated. There's lots of companies. I just, I don't know how to navigate it. And quickly, something really quickly happened. So Jody texted me the next day and she said, I have an idea. And she said, we need to create something. And that is why we're here today. So thank you everybody for being a part of that. And a week after that, Jody said, we need someone else. And then Lindsay came on board. So I want to let them introduce themselves. So first off, Jody, I want you to introduce yourself and tell everybody here what you do and what your company does. Uh, My name is... Is this even on? I can't even tell.
1: Uh, (laughs) My name is Jody Millen. Um, I'm the chief people person at Meily Marketing. Uh, I started my own marketing agency just four months ago. Uh, We focus on helping uh, construction organizations to make... Uh, better and more um, meaningful relationships uh, through face to face interaction and marketing.
0: Awesome, thank you. So, Lindsay, can you do the same? Introduce yourself and tell everybody what you do and what your company does.
2: So, hi everyone, I'm Lindsay Reynolds and I am the founding president of Hancock and MacArthur Construction Project Management. Uh, I started Hancock and MacArthur about a year ago. Um, And we offer um, owners representation, um, owners project management services, and uh, um, just trying to help uh, people on the outside of the industry who need to use uh, services to navigate our industry and and be able to have successful business ventures while, um, while interacting with us and all of our fun dynamics.
0: And Lindsay, congratulations, your business is one year old this month, so that's a great milestone.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) And so before, I want to go take it back a little bit. um, So the two of you have actually known each other for a while. You've been supporting each other for just about a year. And I am really curious, Lindsay, I want you to start. What was going on for you professionally when you first met Jody?
2: When I first met Jody, I had already taken the leap and quit the job that I had that provided a salary, um, which is <laughs> something I only dream <laughs> of now. And um, and I started my business and uh, and was just trying to figure out how to get started. I mean, I was really just um, I had ideas, but but making everything. Um, Connecting my network back into this business idea that I had that was a little bit different because my background is um, more in general contracting and construction management, and and taking that up a level and selling myself as a consultant um, was a new concept, and uh, I thought it was a good idea, and it's working out. But um, I, st- I when I first started, I, I I wasn't totally sure how to make that all happen, and uh, and I I met. Jody and um, I mean, it's not like I met Jody and and all of a sudden like I got business and end of story fairy tale. That's exactly how it happened. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> but I met Jody and 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 it's I started to feel supported. Like I started because completely out of my own, um, there I didn't have anybody to, like talk over the cubicle with or anything like that or or, or throw. It, there wasn't anybody else to talk to and and Jody, bit by bit, that was kind of one of the things that sort of filled in and and the support that comes from that.
0: So, Judy, what was going on for you when you first met Lindsay? Uh, When I first met Lindsay,
1: um, I was working for a construction organization, and I was actually overseeing um, a Women in Construction initiative. Um, We were actually introduced by... Where is he? I can see you, Sean Donovan. a great male ally, if I can use that term, uh, in our industry. Um, Sean had been a big supporter, always has been, since the moment I met Sean, I guess, about a year and a half, two years ago now. And uh, he said, you know, I know someone who who really needs connection. And so he says, I'm going to tell her to give you a call. And I will never forget the phone call, because as is most of our conversations, or let's face it, it was like an hour long. Which, if anybody's ever on the phone with me, you know that's pretty status quo. (laughs) pick up the phone and we, like, there was not even a pause, we, we jumped right in and uh, uh, as a result, you know, uh, flash forward and uh, you know, last fall it was decided for me that it was time to, to part ways and, and start off on my own. And so here we are.
0: Awesome, so both of you are entrepreneurs, relatively new. I am curious what obstacles you faced in this journey to being an entrepreneur. I don't know
2: where work comes from. <laughs> um, y- no, I, I say that I say that in, in jest. Um, but I think one of the biggest obstacles is is what I was referring to before that being out on your own, especially when you're used to working for a corporation and even just being on a team and having somebody on the other side of the cubicle that you can interact with. It's there's this huge vacuum. Um, and, and having uh, to be able to talk about, you know, what, what I, I just had this phone call or just like in, to vent and the, the things that come out of those conversations that you have with your colleagues um, are, I, I noticed not having them anymore, a lot more productive than I ever gave credit for. So I've had to build a network of people that I can get some of that feedback off of.
0: Okay, cool. So, Jody, what about you? What did what obstacles got in your way as you started your business? And still get in my
1: way because um, I'm only four months old. So it's uh, it's a learning curve, that's for sure. I think um, Lindsay and I actually talk about this a lot, um, and I think well, one of the reasons why we're here together um, and here um, in general is I think the one thing like you said you miss when you're and you don't even know you're missing, it's one of those things you don't know it's not there until it's not there, um, or do, is that right? You don't know it's there until it's not there, is that you when, you, when you're for an organization, there's all these departments and roles. When you're an entrepreneur on your own, you're everything. And so I, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs, at least I've in all of my readings, a lot of them fail because one person thinks that they have to have the skill set of what an entire organization has. And Lindsay has been so great. Um, so first of all, I, listen, Lindsay and I are thick as thieves, but we are polar opposite human beings. Anything like spreadsheet wise, I'm like, here, you just take it. I can't even look at it, it's making me oh, nauseous. Um, and she loves spreadsheets, like she gets all excited. And I'm the flip side of that. Um, so that's where we play off. But it's, it's been a great realization that when you, you don't have to know everything and that if you have a network of people, people are more than willing to help you because everyone realizes, oh yeah, I'm actually not very good at that. Could you help me? Great, because I'm not good at that. And that's where I think the true reciprocity comes in and it makes you a lot more successful.
0: And one thing that I love about the two of you is this collaboration, this supporting each other, and it just comes so naturally and you're so generous with it. So we've only known each other for six weeks and the generosity that I've gotten from you guys is crazy, big, amazing. And it's interesting because I wanna share a listener quote with everybody because that is not what I experienced when I first became an entrepreneur. I didn't feel like I had this big community lifting me up, being there in my corner to help me. And I also don't hear it from most people in the construction industry. So I'm gonna read a quote from a listener who I met at a construction conference last year. Um, And this is what she said. She said, I had a decent time at the conference in spite of my female co-worker trying to one-up me and ignore me all the time. Perhaps that could be the topic for next year's talk. Straighten the other girl's, straightening the other girl's tiara, not knocking it off her head. I have seen this behaviour one too many times in the industry, unfortunately." So that is the kind of feedback that I hear. And then when I met Lindsay, I asked you, I said, tell me about yourself. And the first thing you said to me, you said, Andrea, since I've started this business, the thing that has been the most valuable, that's been so, given me so much joy, helped me so much, ma- so helped me so much, is the support that I've gotten from other women. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, like where is this coming from? And then I realized, like I met Jodi first, I was like, it's actually coming from Jodi, because she is exuding abundance, she exudes collaboration, she exudes generosity, and that's what I really, to be honest, that's what I felt from you, Jody. So I want you guys to just describe how that happened and how did it come naturally for the two of you or like, were you intentional about it? And just tell me the story behind that.
1: So... <clears throat> Why do you always get to go first? Go ahead, go No, I didn't really wanna go first, I was just
2: asking. <laughs> so much for being thick as thieves, right? <laughs>
1: um,
2: So that's not actually, like, I'm, I... It, you're right, a hundred percent, that it does come from Jody. Jody does have a special, and I know there's a lot of people in the room who know this about her and are here because of her, because she has a special gift for um, making this is getting connections. Getting awkward
1: about you. You're talking. S- s- um, settle down. <laughs> <laughs> the, the I'm feeling your
2: water. There's a, um, there is something about um, Jody. You do have an incredible gift for for making connections and keeping connections, but then sharing those. Connections with others, and um, and I think I caught on to that pretty quick because I saw it and I went, "That's awesome." Um, it works for me. I've met a lot of like a, a lot of those women contacts that I've made um, have been through Jody and other like all all contacts. Thank you. Um, but the what I have learned from Jody is that uh, making contacts with people is not about what you can get out of it. It's about what you can do for the other people. It's about having this this reciprocity and that's what makes all of those contacts uh, last and that's what makes them stand through any sort of changes that you have in your career because it's not just about the job and the title that you have right now um, and how those connections work to fill that. It's about where you're going in the future and I think both Jody and I and Andrea can attest to the fact in our stories and in our careers that where we started did not necessarily make a direct line to where we are now, but the connections that we've made over time that has stood up are the ones that have helped us to get here. And I learned I learned that from you, died from copying you, and then even just a quick study, so you
0: yeah. So study. Lindsay, you weren't always like this. You weren't always <laughs> abundance. Tell me about what it was like before for you. Um,
1: I think we should have like this before and after picture. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, I mean, I did like I've always enjoyed networking and meeting new people, and I've had some really amazing um, mentors in in my time, and some people in my industry. Definitely a lot of uh, men who have supported me and introduced me to other um, people, but it it's just.
1: That's Sean Donovan's drink, just so you know, that's making all that noise. Yeah, yeah, that's he, he awesome. couldn't let you talk and finish a sentence.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I just, it, it, this, the idea of the reciprocity of it, the idea of, of looking out for other people um, and is a bit more, is that's the new thing, I guess, and, and how powerful that is. I've seen it um, and I guess made that more of the focus.
0: I yeah. love that. So Jody, I am wondering where this came from. Were you always like this?
1: Um, I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I. It, this is awkward. Um, <laughs> this is really awkward. Anybody, um, known,
2: anybody in the room known Jody for I longer guess, than. Jody,
1: Jody. <laughs> <laughs> Sean says yes. Therefore, it must be true. Um, I mean, I th- I think so. I think so. Um, you know, it was funny, as was. <laughs> a quick funny story. I stole my mother's credit card when I was 11. Um, it, there's a point to this. Do it. Um, and she woke up in the morning and I felt so guilty and I went to her. So she had gone to sleep and I was still up doing some homework. She'd gone to sleep and in the morning and I'm like, I feel like I've done something very wrong. And I said, You know, um, mom, um, I kind of went in your purse and, and I stole your credit card. And she freaked, of course. Um, But it was like 11 o'clock at night, and I lived in the the country, what was I gonna do with a credit card? And so she said, what did you do? I stole her credit card because I was watching TV and like, a Save the Children or something came on. (laughs) And so I stole her credit card to make a donation to save hungry children. And I called her, and we were laughing our heads. I'm like, do you remember that time I stole your credit card, and I was like, 10 or 11? And she's like, you're the only kid who stole a credit card, (laughs) so I give it to charity. So I guess the answer is yes, um, because I actually had to ask her help for that question, because I'm like, I don't know Have I've always been this way. I mean, I, 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 I really genuinely love helping people. Lindsay, you hit it on the head. I mean, yes, I love connecting with people. It is my favorite thing to do. I think it's what I'm best at. It's why I call myself chief people person, because I think it's the most apt thing that I can call myself. But really, the true when you start and i think this is where we come into mentorship and sponsorship is when you start seeing other people pay that forward mm-hmm. and you're watching as they realize that that whether it's personal professional development business development that it is not that a to b line when it is that it a to z to back mm-hmm. to the and then they start to see it that's when the true the true joy happens, and then you realize that you've built a really strong network, which, I mean, at this point, I mean, I'm a true testament to what a network. They always say, don't wait until you're out of a job to build your network. It's the worst idea ever, just so you know, everyone. Um, You know, I started my own business, and I didn't have to fight for clients. Um, They were coming to me, and it's, it's huge. It's huge, because you don't get anywhere by yourself in life.
0: So I want to go behind the scenes to this. So the three of us have decided to align our personal brands and our company brands together to create this event. So thank you, everybody, for coming and showing up for us. But you guys have known each other only a year, and you guys have known me for less than six weeks. So Jody, why were you on board with aligning your brand with mine and Lindsay's so quickly?
1: Uh, because we had a mutual friend. And the mutual friend who we were both very close to, are very close to, trusted you. And I think that's really, when we talk about our personal brand, when we talk about this idea of, like you all got the 10,000 posts about authentic networking and collaboration, whatever that means, but here's what it means. It means that if, if I have someone who I trust says this person is legit, then they've kind of vetted them for you. That's what it means. So when, as a, as a business development person, as a marketer, I can tell you, when you have a network who's selling you and your business for you, that's half your work. That's a majority of your work already done. And it was kind of fun in the process. So when we met, I already knew what, who you were, and yeah, okay, went and did a little background, but really it was the fact that we had a person who I trust implicitly say, this would be great, and I'm like, she said it's going to be great. It's going to be great.
0: So I agree hundred uh, percent. Lindsay, do you have anything to add on that? It, it's the same. Like I think that the theme is that
2: you're because because Jody called me up and said I've got this awesome idea that I think that um, we could be involved in, and and I I, I think you should like it. it you were I like, yes, this. what is it? <laughs> Jody <laughs> said, "Let's do something," and I was like, "I'm in." Um, if the something was completely open it could have been like skydiving or I don't know anything that I eating worms that I would have been like sure no problem um, Jody said but I think that the, th- the theme is that you're um, you build your network and it doesn't have to make immediate sense mm. like you walk into a room and you start making friends with someone and you just because oh you meet a, you know a, a lawyer or you meet a an interior designer or you meet a dog walker and you start having a conversation and you go well I don't like our businesses don't do business together and and what, what do we like, there's no immediate obvious connection here for why we should even talk but you just never know if you get on with that person and you you like each other and you can support each other even in small ways and maybe it has nothing to do with your immediate career or your business um, you never know where it's going to go, and that's the thing that Jody taught me: is that when you you have a network of people that you trust, even if they don't make immediate business sense, they do um, flow on. There's like this waterfall effect of, of oh, but I know somebody that you should probably work with, or I know somebody who could use your help, or whatever. And then you s- it takes time, but um, it really does make difference to have a network of people you like and trust and who like you and want to see you do well um, regardless of whether or not you're being an entrepreneur or you're um, you you have a job in a corporation it's just it's just always true it's what I've experienced and it's what Jody's taught me
0: So I want both of you to be completely honest here. So we've taken a big risk, and I want to just acknowledge this risk that we've taken together by creating this event tonight, but were there any moments for either of you where you're like, oh my goodness, what the heck have I gotten myself into?
2: Yeah, it happened about three hours ago when I was printing name tags, and (laughs) I was dropping F-bombs at my printer because none of them would come out straight, and that's when I wanted to quit.
0: Okay, so thank you. But I can see everyone it with their beautiful out. name tags. So it worked out. <laughs> so you it pushed through out. So and it worked what? out. you know what I really shouldn't have
1: doubted it at all.
0: Yeah, Jody, was there any moments for you? Uh
1: yeah. Um you know, the ticket sales, um, 100%. Um you know, I I you know, took on the reins of a lot of the promoting and um it's it's daunting, you know, to convince all of you to come out here tonight and sponsors to put your money behind us like we didn't really know what we were so how do we tell you why you should come and participate in something that we're not quite sure um and again i think that goes back to what we're talking about is that i know there are a lot of people who are here tonight and they don't know why they're here they just came because they wanted to support me and i appreciate that so much and i think i hope i'm looking at a couple guys on to my left here um that you're happy that you're here doing something different, uh, talking about diversity. So the ticket sales part though is, was, it's daunting. You do have this moment of like, yeah, we've taken a risk, not just professionally, but financially. Um, but then as the ticket sales started to come in and we would do those daily reports and what have you, it was like,
0: huh, this is really happening. It's a thing. It's, a thing. it's really happening and we're here in the <laughs> Actually, moment. So yeah. how do you feel about it right now? Jody? You
1: know, I, I don't know, I feel, I guess, validated that our idea and a risk is paying off, you know, um, and that my theories about networking stand true, statistically, from all of you that I'm looking at, um, which is great. I mean, the other, the other thing I feel really, really great about is that um, having worked a lot in diversity and women in construction, um, seeing the... the group of women here, and I know a lot of you came not, almost in a sense, from what you've told me, because this isn't a formal structure. Um, Like the three of us, when we started organizing this, we said, you know, let's just do something. And why are Lindsay and I sitting up here instead of somebody else? We're just two people. But I think those are the stories that like, a lot of us really wanna hear. It's great, I mean, don't get me wrong, I have a lot of mentors and people I respect who are really high up there and you're seeing them on panels, but they don't really tell me how they got there and the trials and tribulations. And I think most of us who are in the trenches, if you will, we really wanna collect or connect with each other and understand how we got from A to B. So I love the fact that this is informal, that we want everyone to contribute, and honestly, this is, there's more than one sandbox that women in construction can play in. It's okay if you go to another women's event. Um, it's okay if you come to ours, and I think that's, you know, like we really all have to stick together and keep that really open mind.
0: Yes, do you have anything to add, Lindsay, how you're feeling right now? Um, just really, like, we, we did take a risk,
2: We just kind of jumped in and said like yeah we think that this thing could be a thing and um and just really grateful that you guys took a risk with us and and showed up and um the energy that was in the room i'm not really sure what motivated all of you guys to come so early but um (laughs) seriously (laughs) i do it's it's a the energy in the room has been um so much better than uh than i envisioned at the get-go and I, I think that was probably my big worry was that it was the energy wasn't gonna it was gonna be lame, and I appreciate you guys because that's who made make or break the lame factor was all of you. So thank you for coming. Hundred percent,
0: awesome. So now we're gonna open it up to audience questions. Hi guys, I just want to congratulate you on a successful event, 100%. and my questions for you guys tonight is. What do you do when you're faced with a question or a challenge where you have no idea how to approach the question or the challenge?
1: Do you have an example of the challenge? Uh, Just give me some context there.
0: Well, I know Lindsay, for example, and we've worked on projects together, and so sometimes there are unique challenges that come up in construction projects. You know, people throw you a curveball, and you may not have anticipated that curveball. So. How do you deal with that curveball when you have a client breathing down your neck?
2: I call my lawyer friends.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great because I'm your lawyer. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than calling your lawyer, what other sort of
1: resources would you draw upon? That's that's mm-hmm. where you go to your network. Uh, at, 100%. you know, we're humans. There's not one problem we've had that that someone else has not had before. Um, there are so many ways to crack any given nut that if you put it out there, and obviously when you have a true network of people that you can trust without giving away any sort of client confidentiality, but if you say, listen, I'm in this scenario, um, like Lindsay and I will talk about stuff all the time, we don't have overlapping business issues, but it's sometimes just the different perspective. Sometimes we just have to fly at 30,000 feet and we can't. So having people who've either had that experience or can offer a new perspective, um, you know, and it's kind of what I really love about being a woman, let me just say is not being afraid to be vulnerable. You know, guys, you have a little bit of a problem with the I don't know part. Um, (laughs) Sometimes, I'm just saying. Speak for yourself, I never say I don't know. Yeah. Um, But, you know, I think embracing the I don't know, but I'm going to say, I was in fundraising for over a decade. Fundraising, you never take no for an answer. You may not have yes right away, but you're gonna be no. Like, but it's never a long-term no. Um, So saying I don't know, I don't know how I'm gonna solve this right now, is really just an opportunity to figure it out. And there's lots of people who can help you do that.
2: I, that actually I think was like my first lesson in networking in the construction industry in particular, because, um, and I can only speak for the construction industry because the only one I know, um, but it's just, it's problems all the time. So you're always going to, if you work as a construction professional at at any level, you always run into um, something that you've never seen before And I was uh, taught over the years that you need to have a network, you need to have friends, you need to have people you can call who are interested in helping you solve that problem. And so, yeah, it goes back to the, it's all about the network. It's all about knowing people who can help you with the things that you don't know. Um, And starting by saying, I don't know, is probably a good place to start. I'll work on that. Thanks, Christy. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank
0: you for that question. Um, so we're out of time for questions. Oh, one more question, so no, one no, more, last question. Yes, time. one last question.
2: So as a woman in construction,
0: how do you deal with being labeled bossy
2: or aggressive rather than ambitious and... Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you don't. You just don't deal with it. You make it a non-issue. It's only an issue if you respond to it. Silence is golden. Regardless of what comes out of your mouth, you're either gonna be a drama queen, you're gonna be sensitive, you're gonna be bossy. There's, I mean, you know, and guys in the room, I hope you're hearing this, because not all of you are like this. Actually, there's a lot of you in the room who are not like this, who I've learned from, and it's kind of one of the reasons I wanted you to come here um, and go pass it on. But at the end of the day, when someone has already labeled, and it doesn't matter if you're a woman, man, whatever, think about it. If you've already labeled a child as a problem child, it doesn't matter what that kid's gonna do. They're always gonna be a problem. If you've labeled a woman a b- she's always gonna be a b- if she's always drama, it's always gonna be drama. It doesn't matter. Mm. So you just it's their issue, it's not yours. Jody, so you
0: I re- love that answer. It's their issue, it's not yours. <laughs> so at the end of every podcast, I ask my guests for an action that people can do within the next 24 hours. So Jody, I want you to give an action for everybody here tonight with us at the Gladstone. Something they can do tonight during the event to apply what they've learned today? Um, Okay, two prong. One,
1: uh, use the knowledge exchange boards. Ask, you know, go around and see what you can offer someone else, and if you, I mean, yes, go and put something that you need. Again, if you don't start with that I don't know or I need something, you're not gonna get it in return. People aren't gonna be like, oh, they magically read your mind. No, if you need something, go and ask for it. And then when you see someone needs something, find out, like think to yourself, honestly, what do I have to offer people other than a business card, other than, you know, just this straight up business contact? What can I actually do for people? What makes them, what can make them better? Second is, you know, if you're taking a train or, you know, you're driving or, well, maybe not when you're driving, that would be bad. Um, Find an event like this. Go and look like if you're in if you're in roofing. Go and look at food and beverage and see what kind of event they're having. Like think of a different place that you can go and navigate into, and then go into that. Say hey, I'm sure my, I'm, I'm sure I can spend money on one ticket and go see it. And bring one other person and both of you go in with the mentality of what do we bring to the conversation? How can we help others?
0: I love that. Lead with generosity. Thank you. So, Lindsay, I want you to give for people listening at home to the podcast. What can they do within 24 hours to apply what they've learned?
2: Take a risk. Like, pick anything that, and, and I'm sure there's just, whatever you first think of, that kind of, you kind of go, there's no way I could do that, or um, that's too scary, or, and it could be just, I don't know, trying a new food, but um, I highly recommend just getting in the habit of taking risks and doing things that you don't think are going to work out, because um, it, it builds a, a muscle, and it, it builds courage, and it builds vulnerability, um, and failing is part of the deal, like, I hate to break to you, but um, regardless of what you have, and this is coming from, like, perfectionist. like, I had a life plan, and it, it, it didn't really work out, so... Um, <coughs> you have to fail and you have to be willing to fail if you want to be a part of anything that is mm-hmm. um, exciting or interesting at all. Like to even have a life that you look back on and, and go, that was, that was pretty awesome. It's gonna be full of failure. So you might as well just get used to it and go out and seek it out in small doses that you can handle. So go take a risk, take a risk that you can handle
0: and then see how that feels and, and get used to it. I love that. So, Lindsay, how do people find out about you and Hancock and MacArthur? Uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn and uh, HancockandMacArthur.com.
2: It's actually, I should clarify, it's HancockMacArthur.com. There's no and.
1: And, and Jody,
0: how do people stay in touch with you and find out about Meili Marketing?
1: Uh, LinkedIn as well. Or you can go to Meili Marketing, M-E-I-L-I, marketing.com.
0: So thank you, thank you, thank you, Lindsay and Jody, for being on the very first live episode of the Diversity at Work podcast. And thank you to the Gladstone for having us and for all of you for being here, part of this atmosphere. Thanks for having us, Andy. Thank you for
1: having us fantastic and we also want to make a big thank you out to Andrea because Andrea is actually from Halifax so she has flown in for this event so we are uh, absolutely delighted to have you here in your hometown but now transplanted but back again so thank you
0: thank you it was been it has been amazing <laughs> awesome. Hi there. Before you go, I was wondering if I could ask you a huge favor. Can you click on iTunes and give the podcast a five-star review and also a comment? This would mean the world to me. It also helps us to spread the word about the podcast and attract higher profile guests. We want to be able to deliver thought leadership around diversity, inclusion, every single week and having more reviews on iTunes will help us to do that and help us to keep the show going for free for you. So please head to iTunes right now, give us a five-star review and leave us a comment. Thanks so much.